ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the next episode of Final If you uh, could do one karaoke song, what would it be? If I could do one karaoke song, what is your cover song, Clap? I think I would do Drops of Jupiter by Train because I wouldn't be the only one singing. You hear that at karaoke in a bar and everyone's singing it. So, number one, everyone isn't going to get to hear my awful voice. Number two, it's one of the few songs I actually know all the words to. (laughs) I'm flipping that question back on you. Now, what, what song would you sing? Well, yeah, no, I mean, you do have to consider when if, if you're doing karaoke, you do have to tailor it towards the crowd. And like that is like a huge part of karaoke as well. And like getting the people going, um, honestly, my just go to always oh, is well, actually, there's two. One is just my way by Frank Sinatra. That one I can just belt. People know that one. A hidden one that I love is called Just a Gigolo by David Lee Roth. And that is, is club. Do you know that one? I feel like I might. I can't say if with certainty, but I'll tell that, you, it, it has a line that just goes humbly, baby, let's see, humbly, baby, let's see, I ain't got no <laughs> It's an absolute ripper. Um, but here we are on Vinyl Stallions with just Spruce and Club for the first time in months. Indeed, it feels like it's been forever. This is where I get a little bit freaky. And if, uh, but uh, it's not Chili Peppers, not too freaky. And now tarps on for this one. But uh, <laughs> if you haven't put two and two together or read the uh, title of this video, we are talking cover songs in music history. And as we love to do it and as uh, our great listeners like, we're going to put them in a top 10 order. And Klepp and I, for those who haven't watched one of these videos before, Klepp and I just go and make our own top 10 list. We don't talk about it beforehand. I have no idea what he put on. He has no idea what I put on. There has been some mashups throughout the, I don't know, the 90s top 10s that we've done. Um, But this is the first time we're diving into just not a year. Again, it's top 10 cover songs ever. I Klepp, where did this idea come from? Because you brought it up. So, okay, shout out. My uncle Jason, he is actually the one who had this idea. He heard one of our top 10 albums of either, you know, 94, 95, or 96, had one of those years. And yeah, I think it might have been at Thanksgiving. He was like, you know, a good top 10 episode idea would be cover songs. I was like, you know, that actually is a pretty good idea. It is, man. The essence of a cover song is crazy because it fuels local music. It fuels not even just local music, but just weddings, events. Like the common listener is looking for cover bands, honestly. The majority of people are the common listener. And um, it's weird for us because we're just so we talk about music all the time. We see local shows and stuff, but. You know, covers are so important in just the history of music, how one song starts as something and is just absolutely created into something else. And we've seen it done so many different times and so many times you may not even know it is a cover. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We're all and guilty so, of it. Yeah. 
No, I, I definitely, I definitely am. And it's a nice surprise too. Sometimes when you like have a song, you know, and you like thought it was that artist's song and then you find out, well, like, Oh, this is actually a so-and-so song, but okay. Spruce question for you. So like, this is kind of a very open-ended thing, like the top 10 cover songs. Like, how did you think about that? Like when, like, how are you defining something as like the top? Like, was there any certain criteria a song had to meet for you? Or like, I guess, how do you, how did you go about that? I mean, just like all things in music, I go off of my own personal just opinions and likes and choices. And so just uh, like the songs that you like the most. Yeah. Like, I mean, I just think about like covers that have been done that I know of and then um yeah like it's 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 like all these songs in my top 10 and we'll give some shout outs to one that just missed it but like I absolutely love every single one of these songs know every single word to every single one of these songs and I feel like they've just been ingrained in me for the past two decades and they just so happen I mean it's fun to like look at like what do other people consider the top because I always create my list and then go look at other lists and uh, a lot of these were actually just in very common list as well and i was like all right so um i'm hot more than cold but again it's all opinionated man i don't know like how like how'd you think about it so pretty similar i guess the one thing that i like definitely included with mine though is i was like i'm not gonna put this on the list if i would not rather listen to it over the original so that was like another thing i guess that i could say about all these songs it's not saying i don't like the original but and i'm not even like saying it's better than the original per se i'm saying i would rather listen to this version of the song than the original version of the song and then after it meets that criteria it's just which one do i like the most and we're about to find out right now. Clap start us out, baby. Let's see what is sitting at number 10. Just cracked the list for so you. This is a pretty popular choice, I feel like. And I bet, I don't know, but I bet you have this somewhere on your list. But Higher Ground by Red Hot Chili Peppers, the original artist, Stevie Wonder, I believe off the album Inner Visions. But yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers version is off the album Mother's Milk, just legendary cover. The way they do it in like this funk, punk rock style is just like so electric. Oh, oh. Did you mention Chili Peppers? (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, no, they didn't crack my list, dude. I honestly, it was very close. That was an honorable mention, but like... Honestly, they owe that song a lot. That put them on the fucking map. And and so going back to what I said earlier, there's another amazing cover on that album, Fire, originally a Jimi Hendrix song. And I didn't even put it on my honorable mentions because I'm taking the Jimi version all day. But I would, I do like the Stevie version, but I would rather listen to the Red Hot Chili Peppers version if you held a gun to my head. So sitting at number 10 for me, 
is going to actually be completely opposite of what you just preached. So at number 10 is Wagon Wheel by Darius Rucker, originally written by the Old Crow Medicine Show. Yeah, old school bluegrass band. Yes, and like very popular. I went to Ohio University in Athens, Ohio. Uh, It was just like an anthem. I remember as like, like as soon as I was like going into it, I remember just everyone was singing that song. And uh, and then Darius came out with it. Honestly, like towards the end of my high school, early college career, and like so, I honestly would listen to the Old Crow Medicine Show because I really like that original version best. But the way Darius Rucker just put his take on it, brought that song to life, literally gave it an entire platform. And he did just a great job with it as well. Like it has more energy uh, to it. And he honestly probably has like a better voice for it as well. I'm still just for my OU roots is like, Oh, Chrome Medicine show Roded, bro. Come on, come on. But uh, (laughs) Darius Rocker. I mean, that's an incredible cover. Everyone knows all the words to that one without even thinking about it. And uh, that's it at number 10. Yeah, that's a very fair choice. And yeah, I mean, both versions of that song are great. I mean, I feel like that's going to be true with most of these. Like, both versions of it are going to be great because for it to be a great cover, I mean, it kind of has to be a good song originally, you know? Um, but yeah, so number nine. And this one, with with what I've said about my criteria in mind, could get some backlash for this one, but Smooth Criminal, Alien Ant Farm. The original, obviously, by the legend Michael Jackson. But the Alien Ant Farm version is, like, it's just so good. And it's very interesting. Like, that's their most popular song. Like, it's a cover. That's probably the most, for a lot of people, that's the only Alien Ant Farm song they would know. Um, But, yeah, I just... Again, the energy is amazing. It's a little different because it's not funky like the Michael Jackson version. It's a little bit sped up, which would make sense. You know, they're doing it through like an alternative metal, hard rock, punk medium. Um, They had Alien Ant Farm singer. His voice is really good for the song, too. And yeah, it just works. It's, It's a fantastic cover. It is a fantastic cover. I actually heard Smooth Criminal. I, I got so into Michael Jackson, like, so, so fucking much, like, 10 years ago. And I heard Smooth Criminal on the radio for the first time recently. And, man, that song just is so good. He, he makes incredible music, man. Um, But that is a great cover. That's always on or recommended here at the Waverly Court. Um, but sitting at number nine for myself is one I really didn't know was a cover until recently. But... Take Me to the River, The Talking Heads, wow. originally written by Al Green. That's right. And you only, like, I I obviously only think really of Talking Heads when you hear that song, or you think of The Sopranos. But it is an incredible one, and it had to make my top ten list. Yeah, no, that that's, like, very true. And I, like, I've heard the Al Green version of that song so many times but they pl- po- both those artists play it so differently that i never even like made the connection honestly 
Yeah, no, it's so good. Talking heads are so good. So had to make my top ten. Take me to the river. All right. So number eight for me is going to another Stevie Wonder cover. Um, it is You Are the Sunshine of My Life, sung by none other than Vinyl Stallion's guest, episode 83, Tony Momrell. And so Tony's version of this is very interesting. Um, so like this is like a three and a half minute song, and Tony's version is like over six minutes. So they go through like the song, how like Stevie has it arranged. And then there is like three minutes of just like Tony scat singing and like the band just absolutely teeing off and playing the craziest music. Like I, I mean, it's a bold claim, you know, saying that like somebody's doing a song better than Stevie did it. And I'm saying that somebody did it twice. (laughs) We're only three picks in. (laughs) I'm telling you, go listen to this version of the song and come back at me like you'll probably find that you like it more too (laughs) and that's filter club approved (laughs) sitting at number eight for myself is going to be me and bobby mcgee by janice joplin originally written by roger miller this song holds a special place in my heart as a guitarist i had a handful of songs in college junior year when I picked up the guitar for the first time and I would just fiddle around too. And this was one of them that literally just introduced me into just moving around the guitar. And there is a jam at the end of this song with a guitar or well, it starts with the piano and then it tosses it over to a guitar solo. And Clap, I don't know if you know the song off the top of your head. Oh, I absolutely do. <laughs> it is, I mean the way I love, and again, this is me as a guitarist, like, I believe the first half of the song is in, like, C, G, and D, and then it switches over to, like, A minor, and, like, in the second verse, it's just, like, completely different, but, like, played and strummed the same way, and uh, the energy Janice puts behind it, it's had to make my top ten, and I will fucking love the song forever. Me and Bobby McGee. Busted flight and banner waiting for train. Yeah, and he put out a cover of that dude. Damn, that is an absolute ripper of a song. Janice, yeah, Janice, I need to dive in more in it, uh, it, itself. She is an absolute legend that made a mark for just women in music and history. I kind of, I'm honestly mad I left her off our women in music series, but. I mean, yeah, we I that's an excuse six to... fantastic, fantastic yeah. artists. I was gonna say, how are we supposed to limit it down to six? And just another excuse to do more. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yep, Janis Joplin, me and Bobby McGee at number eight. All right, so now we're at number seven for your boy Klepp, and it is "Love Song" by Three Eleven, originally done by The Cure, and very. The, the two songs are very different. Um, the Cure version is more sped up. Love Song is more slowed down, more in like, like that reggae 
funk rock style that 311 does but the way 311 does it is like i don't know the cure version is like that new wave kind of has like a punk vibe to to it like i feel like 311 turns love song into like a true love song like that is bedroom music <laughs> but not the cure version i don't think <laughs> But yeah, it's it's just a total vibe, and they do it so well. Hell yeah! Shout out to Three Eleven. What a band! Yeah, yeah, I'd love to do one of their albums. They're like a band that just kind of got lost in the mix because, like, at that time, like Incubus, Rage Against the Machine, Red Hot Chili Peppers were all like kind of really in the spotlight in that kind of musical space um even like limb biscuit um on the heavier end lincoln park corn i don't know um and 311 just kind of gets lost in the shuffle um but they're a really fucking good band (laughs) hell yeah all right number seven i will always love you by whitney houston Originally written by Dolly Parton, which I did not know. Mm-hmm. Um, this one just felt like it needed the place. Like I, this song hits so so different, especially the third and final time when she comes in with the "Don't end I like tell me you don't get shivers every single time that just Tom gets hit and then she breaks in. Oh, it's so good. So. Yes, I will always love you, Whitney Houston, number seven. Yeah, she does a fantastic job with that. Um, All right, so number six, we have arrived at our first uh, crossover of the day. And I have Me and Bobby McGee by Janis Joplin. Yeah. I I would like to expand, though. So the song was actually originally written by a gentleman named chris christopherson roger miller was the first to perform and record it um but chris christopherson is the original writer of it and he actually shares it with a gentleman named fred foster but it appears on a 1970 album of chris christopherson's called christopherson and then, yeah, a year later, Janis Joplin releases it in 1971. Nobody knows about the other two versions because Janis is a fucking star. And that album, Pearl, is incredible. So, yeah, if we're talking about maybe doing a Janis Joplin one, that would be the one I would recommend. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah, we haven't talked about that song or Janis much in general. Like, yeah that's the only album of hers that i really know so maybe we shouldn't do that one maybe we should just dive into something totally new i love it i love it you know it i that's an interesting fact chris christopherson yeah sure he's not chris kringle is he might as well he spells it with a k so just like chris kringle (laughs) (laughs) all right doris pringle brule sitting at number six for myself will be Atlantic City by the band originally written by Bruce Springsteen. Ooh. 
and again one where I'm backing up. So it's a funny concept. So I Bruce's version, if people don't know it, it's slow version off of Nebraska, uh, all acoustic. That's a crazy, crazy concept of an album where Bruce did everything. Everything you hear is by himself. That was, and he, he went up to a cabin or. And he was originally just supposed to make some demos. And then he was like, fuck it, put it out as the album. And so he wrote that song. And the band did an incredible job picking up the energy with it. And that's honestly probably the one people hear the most. But Bruce, when he's performed it live in the past couple of decades, like he puts this energy behind it. Um, we got a song off Nebraska when Klepp and I saw Bruce. And... Uh, it was Johnny 99. And again, yeah. all of the ones on Nebraska are like acoustic slow, but they've done twists on them where they just bring that energy up. And if you go look up Atlantic City, it might be Madison Square Garden on Spotify or just any live video. Holy shit. It goes full circle. So it's either Atlantic City by the band or Atlantic City by Bruce live covering Bruce studio. Right on. <laughs> yeah but you didn't expect that a cover of your own song yeah yeah fair enough all right so ladies and germs grab a drink use the bathroom because we have reached the halfway point we are now entering the top five dun, 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 dun. And, and kicking it off Number five, I am rolling with All Along the Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix, which is originally a Bob Dylan song. Um, And, yeah, I mean, this is just an absolutely nuts song off the album Electric Ladyland. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a classic Jimmy Shred Fest. Like, not a whole lot to say about it. I mean, Amazing you know a song... song. Yeah, you you know a song's good when like I'm in my head just like humming it to myself, and when you know every single like guitar lick and like things that he's doing, that's when you know you, it's just top tier, best of the best shit. So everyone remember that one very closely. Number five for myself will be with a little help from my friends by Joe Crocker, originally written by the Beatles. Mm-hmm. This is one I was thinking about, dude. I mean, this the, the soul, the energy, the backing chorus with the women, um, all so so well put together, and like it, it does a great job of songs where like you bring it to the bottom low, you bring it so low, everyone's just waiting for the and I get like synth coming in, you're smashing them cymbals. Oh. I love the song. It'll always make me think when I, the only time I've been to Bonnaroo, I saw Mumford and Sons. Um, and oh, who else was there? I think Hozier. I think Old Crow Medicine Show may have actually been there, but. Oh, wow. And Ed Helms, who's a famous actor. But nonetheless, yeah, there might have been a couple other people, but they all got on stage at the end of Mumford's set and like played this song. And there was like 25 people up there. And I was like, this is crazy. Everyone's taking turns with solos. It like went on for like 15 minutes. Uh, That sounds rowdy as fuck. Yeah. And I, I got to find a YouTube video and send it to you. But yep. So that's number five. All right. 
number four for me, and this might kind of be cheating because the same guy wrote this song, but it's two different bands, like over 10 years apart. So I'm counting it anyways. But the song is Rock This Town by the Brian Setzer Orchestra, which is a cover of the Stray Cats version, which Brian Setzer was the lead singer and songwriter in that band. But, I mean, they are two completely different songs, and the Stray Cats version is good. The Brian Setzer Orchestra version is great. It is amazing. It is a absolutely fantastic song like i do not know how much more i could sell it if you like drums you like bass you like horns like this song is for you i'm a fucking idiot i can't believe i left setsy off of my top 10 dude that whole album that one and uh sleepwalk is a cover is it oh yes dude that song is has been covered by a lot of people it's an instrumental song recorded and released in 1959 by American instrumental rock and roll duo Santo and Johnny. Okay. Yeah, dude. I yes. Oh, I honestly meant to do that. I made this list today, but I was listening to the Sully Block. Uh, everyone go listen to that album, The Dirty Boogie by Brian Setzer Orchestra. It's seriously maybe a top five album for me ever. Uh, damn it, Club. What a good song. That song's so good. It is like that. I think that's my favorite off that album, dude. I mean, it rocked this time when it goes low and it's just he brings the horns down and there's just the drum beat. Yeah, yeah. And then, dude, they they the drummer tees off has like an absolutely stupid solo. (laughs) (laughs) And while that's happening, dude, there's like horns blaring. (laughs) Yeah, wow. Please go listen to them. I'm really mad I lost that off. Great, great choice. Um, but I'll continue with great choices though. Sitting at number four, R E S B E C T by Aretha oh, Franklin. Originally, that was one that just missed it for me. Yeah, dude. Uh, written by or yeah, originally written by Otis Redding. And mm-hmm. this is one when I said like you know I went off just my own self. Like like again, every single one of these songs that we I've I've said. I know every single word to every single everything and like this is one that will forever just be ingrained in my head just a little the, bit the, yeah third grade <laughs> wow, 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 wow. sweeter than honey <laughs> yeah yeah the stampy's gonna be I like he doesn't know of, that song <laughs> it's off of an 80s album isn't it yes or I don't know. I think so. Yeah. So, I mean, Aretha, this definitely wasn't one of her like early hits. Like, she had been around around the block for a little bit when this came out, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not finding anything. Well, I also didn't even look that hard, but nonetheless, Aretha Franklin, respect everyone, respect that song, respect Aretha. Go see that movie and let me know how it is because I actually did not see it yet. All right. So we're on to number three. And this song is one I think many people like but may not realize is a cover. 
and that is Dazed and Confused by Led Zeppelin off the album Led Zeppelin 1, originally a Jake Holmes song. Couldn't tell you what type of music Jake Holmes is or anything like that, but I know Led Zeppelin, and that song is like maybe a top five Led Zeppelin song, so I will just leave it at that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if... uh... I don't know Jake Holmes either. What if it was like, uh, like a lullaby song? Like it was like with like a xylophone. Where he's like, down, 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 down. Zeppelin's like, all right, put that crunch on, baby. Confused for so long. It's not true, <laughs> dude. <laughs> you just you just had something take control of you during that thing. Then Jimmy gets a hold of it and is like, uh-huh, what do we have here? <laughs> <laughs> that is a great choice um all right so breaking my top three will be valerie oh amy winehouse and mark ronson originally by the zootons that is an excellent choice boop boop doop doop boop boop doop doop what an incredible song like yeah, the way that they do it, the music video is incredible as well. And um, everyone will just always think of Amy Winehouse when they come to this one. And yeah, probably our most popular song, I would think. Maybe Rehab. Rehab, maybe. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, Valerie's right up there. It is. But yeah, I love that song. I've loved it forever. Have even performed it live with said Clep. Yeah, wait, that's wait, right. Wait, well, wait, half of it. <laughs> and, then the, and then the cops showed up and said, shut this shit down. And we just kept playing. <laughs> we just kept on strumming. <laughs> like you're going to have to pull these instruments out of our hands. Yeah. <laughs> that was un- unbelievable. But yep. That is uh, number three, Valerie. Amy Winehouse. All right. So we are into the top two now. And I am going with a Santana song, and it is not the one you expect. It is not Black Magic Woman. It is She's Not There, which is a cover of a Zombies song. Um, Whoa. I got to yeah. check this out. I, I, oh, I'm sure I've heard it, but like. Song absolutely rips. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Um, what album yeah. was it off of? That like Sh- The Shango one? moonflower so yeah that's it's late 70s i want to say it's either 77 or 78 um but yeah it's like if if you so i heard the santana version before i heard the zombies version and i like can't really listen to the zombies version the santana does it so much better and i don't know because carlos doesn't sing too often in santana songs usually at most it's backup vocals whoever he has singing in this song is just incredible boned apple tea yeah oh you got it you haven't played through the headphones oh yeah i'm 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 catching up on what i'm missing out on the color of her hair (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah no, that's a good choice. That is a great, great choice. 
and one I did not expect. I thought you were going to say like Evil Ways or something. That would that would have been a good one too. Black Magic Woman. That's like a really that's a really popular choice as well. He has quite a few covers. He has a whole album full of covers where they he gets like super popular artists to do the singing and then he just rips the song. Like one of them I'm trying to think. Oh, it's a whole lot of love. And he has Chris Cornell singing on it. Rowdy. Bonkers take on that song. Hell yeah. Well, speaking of popular covers, I will be coming in at number two with All Along the Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix, originally written by Bob Dylan. Yep, fair. Nothing left to say. All right, so we are on to the piece de resistance. (laughs) So, for me, this is a very obscure song that probably not too many people know, but it is incredible. And the song is Silver Shadow by Incognito, which is a cover of an Atlantic Star song from the mid-80s. And so this the Incognito version is off of the 2014 album Amplified Soul. And it's like probably like one of their oh man, I don't want to say it's top ten. Top twenty for sure, maybe top fifteen, maybe top ten songs. But if there is one song off my list that like you listening what like are just like, all right, I'm gonna go listen to one of these. Listen to this one because it is just it is bonkers. Like the bass is groovy to another level. There's horns. The singing is just majestic. I don't know. It's an incredible song. One of the one of the songs that honestly just drew me into the acid jazz genre as a whole. Like that was one of the first ones when I was getting into like Jamiroquois, Incognito, James Taylor Quartet, Brand New Heavies. Like Silver Shadow was one of the songs that just like pulled me into that genre and was like, yeah, this this is some real music. Dude, hell yeah. I definitely have to re-listen to that. I know I've heard it before, but uh, the fact that that's your number one, again, people, go check that shit out. That's a good choice. And again, I love that we don't compare our list before this and that I just have no idea what you were going to say the whole time. <laughs> it makes I fun. figured we would have some overlap. I did not expect me and Bobby McGee. I thought I, I thought I had that one as like a nice little surprise in the back pocket. And then, <laughs> I mean, that's a great song. So fair. It is. It is. Um, but yep. So number one for myself is a song that contains everything in music that I would want in a single song. Proud Mary by Tina and Ike Turner. Originally written originally written by CCR. Yep. CCR version's great too. But yeah, Tina. Oh my God, dude. So I say everything in music. So I love little banter at the beginning. They they're playing the bass. You got that deep voice looking for job down in the city. And then Tina's like, you never, ever, ever. And it's just 
talking over it. I love Outcast does that shit where they're just talking over their beat. And then it goes into the slow groove. You get into the funk. You feel out deep voice, women, guy voice. And then it just shoots you somewhere. You don't know where you're going. And then uh, horns come in. It's an absolute party down Bourbon Street. And you're just two-timing the whole first half. Fucking love this song. Proud Mary. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. Rolling on the river. Yeah, man. Tina. She So T- Tina is just like a great example of someone who knows how to win and knows how to succeed. Like Tina did not write a lot of her own songs and like does not like play many instruments. Like she is just someone who knows like how to succeed, like is always surrounding herself by super talented musicians. Maybe doesn't write the songs, but knows what will play. Recently inducted to the hall of fame as well here in Cleveland, Ohio. And yeah, she's obviously just an absolutely incredible vocalist, but like just talk about somebody who just takes all the right steps and is like always just doing the right things for success. Tina Turner. You know what people club and I are from the city of music, Cleveland, Ohio. That's what we're marketing ourselves as here on vinyl stallions, the city of music history. Cleveland, Ohio, Vinyl Stallions, a podcast about all things music. Hell yeah. And if you want to hear a full album review of Tina Turner's album, Private Dancer, check out episode 22. Released, honestly, a year ago from today. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, this episode won't come out on April 13th, 2023. But Private Dancer album review came out on April 13th, 2022. Oh, my God, dude. I need to lose. I think I've gotten uglier since that review. What do you think? (laughs) What do you think, Stampede? Should I keep the stash? Well, here's the thing. If you keep it, you are going to need to start carrying a broomstick around with you. Why is that? To beat off all the women that will be chasing you. (laughs) You're going to need something to fend them away. (laughs) Well, if uh, you find this mustache attractive, please hit us up because I have yet to find a single single one. No rings. (laughs) At Vinyl Stallions. Slide in. Slide in for all the good stuff. Even our next top ten review. What that, will it be? What will it be? If you have any suggestions, please put it in the comments. We hope you enjoyed this one. It's a lot of fun to do these things. We really want to hear feedback because we know we are missing about a thousand other ones, which brings us to our honorable mentions. I only have two of them. I know Club, you have a lot more. One was Dazed and Confused by Zeppelin, um, which you had said. Another one that I couldn't put on, but saw was Twist and Shout by the Beatles originally written by the top notes, but I honestly should have put twist and shout. Um, actually, no. Yeah. Sorry. I'm thinking of shout by the Isley brothers. That was the other one I was thinking of. Okay. Shout part one and two, but 
this is twist and shout. So honorable mention. Yeah. So, okay. And so Eilie brothers would be another good example of one that I couldn't put on there because I don't think their versions better than the original. Like they do a version of summer breeze by the originally by seals and crofts, but I like the seals and crofts version more. So like, I just couldn't put it on there. Um, but yeah, some honorable mentions for me that like did meet the criteria where I'd say, I like this version more than the original. I can't quit you, baby. Led Zeppelin originally an Otis rush song. Got another Led Zeppelin. Nobody's fault, but mine originally by blind Willie Johnson tainted love by soft cell originally by Gloria Jones. Ain't too proud to beg. By oh. Rolling Stones, originally done by The Temptations, and the Temptation version is fantastic. But something about Mick singing this song just like somehow makes the song even better. Um The Man Who Sold the World by Nirvana, originally done by David Bowie. Black Magic Woman, which we kind of talked about, Santana, originally done by Fleetwood Mac. The song America by Yes, originally done by Simon and Garfunkel. Every Little Thing by Yes, originally done by the Beatles. Woodstock by Crosby, Stills, and Nash, originally by Joni Mitchell. And then for my last one, Turn the Page by Metallica, originally by Bob Seger. Hmm, we got Metallica on our minds. Oh, yeah. On the road. <laughs> Here um, I go. That is a fucking ripper of a song. Shout out to Bob Seger's version as well. Um, yeah, they're both good, but I mean, yeah. the Metallica version just gets so big. Rowdy. Well, if you're still with us, we appreciate it very much. We love doing these things again. Put uh, some comments, put ones you would have rather seen in our in your top 10 our top 10 in the comments and uh if you have any uh, top 10 lists you want to see us do let us know as well besides that my name is bruce i'm clep and this has indeed been another episode of the certain podcast called vinyl stallion (laughs) 